0: puppy's getting in there right now huh? came up for a kiss and a hug we, rolling? we oh,
1: are
0: yeah. you say, hi, pup? say hi bonnie Give me a kiss right here. say hi bonnie oh you're looking so sweet today those pretty eyes just shining looking like a little baby possum rat dear baby
1: now you don't want to lick me huh
0: no she's she's nervous now she's Aaron right <laughs> at this microphone.
1: she saw a hose yesterday and was not a fan
0: oh no Wrapped up hose. Listen, I get it. It's scary. Those those instincts kicking in.
1: She saw a garbage at the park, like a garbage bag. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was like a clippings bag of,
0: mm-hmm. you I know, foliage you
1: clipped. And she also was not a fan.
0: <laughs> I love when dogs are scared of weird things.
1: <laughs> it's so funny when they just stop and stare and they get real low. And uh, I'm like, what are you doing? And it's like remember, a fucking tree. <laughs> remember
0: when we used to we used to see what we could make Margo scare of, scared of? Literally just by holding it near her.
1: Oh, yeah. Margo,
0: the, broom. the minute anything came to, there was just an energy. Like you pierced the energy field and all of a sudden she was... No, that's that's on the list now of things that I don't fuck with.
1: I feel like Margot, yeah, wasn't a fan of most things,
0: and that's why I loved her. <laughs> she just, you know, I she think had Bonnie's
1: a, a little bit more. I, I
0: don't mean, know what the
1: word is exploratory.
0: I mean, to be fair though, Bonnie also she got a mouth on her. Uh, Bonnie's a little mouth. She when She's people walk spicy. by, she doesn't like it. Margot was a little bit more inclined to ignore, but not respect. You know.
1: Margot Margot would, would glance and then turn you
0: and, and her shoulder. You, yeah, and let you know I'm mad about it. So And then lay down. Yeah. Um and until someone acts that the wind blew the the window frame or you know. Uh, someone did something fireworks. Then she was done. Truly, but Margo yeah. was trying to live. Leave with Postmates drivers every day. She would go and circle around them and bring them back. And I'm too
1: afraid to do that with her. Still, so.
0: no, I would be too. Margo was a unique little uh, baby lamb. So, well, then maybe t- I
1: should start letting you out more.
0: And it took her. It took her years. Even where she, Bonnie is right now, going outside, Margo couldn't. I wouldn't. Tr- I didn't trust Margo the, until she was like four. I feel like
1: Bonnie <laughs> had definitely had some training. Yeah, because she. Was house trained from the day she we got. Her. Yeah, she's never never had, had a, any accident problem. One at the very she beginning. did shit off the couch one time. She but, did, but like, I you think know... I was overfeeding her it was... with those fucking rice, <laughs> those or rice, uh, those rabbit cakes. <laughs>
0: those were early days. That would early make her days. so
1: gassy. Oh, maybe. Oh my god, I wish she gassy was she like first few weeks.
0: Welcome to Adventures in Roommating.
1: Hi, uh, my name's Keith. Batista. I'm Megan. She, Tongous, mm-hmm.
0: and this is a podcast. where a couple, of we're friends. friends
1: I just got my DSM five. Look at that! And uh, I want to read you the first thing I turn to. Okay. It's too much, <laughs> way too much. There's something I found earlier that was going into voyeuristic disorders. Okay. Oh <laughs> well. Mm-hmm. And I was intrigued by it, but now I can't find it.
0: Listen, I won't be won't be happy until you write a paper about me, Biebs. <clears throat> about you? Yeah, I want to be. What, I want to be.
1: What psychological condition would I be talking about? Perfection obsessive compulsive and related no dis- perfectionism? Just,
0: just no 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 just being perfect
1: so perfectionism <laughs>
0: just being great
1: i think that might be an anxiety disorder
0: no i don't know I'm, I'm not am i am not i am perfectionist in some things for sure where there might be anxiety but as a whole i'm not a perfectionist because i make things that are not perfect and i'm like yeah that's i feel okay with that and put it out
1: Spectrum disorder. Um,
0: spectrum. But listen, I'm sure there's a whole host of other mental illnesses that um, would sound very familiar amongst me and my family, um, as well as many other people. Um,
1: Elimination disorders.
0: What's that? Peeing?
1: I think it has to do with, yeah. with peeing with and pooping.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: uh, One is called urine e- e- nurse I don't know how to say a aneurysis?
2: Mm-hmm. In specify races? whether it's nocturnal
1: only, diurnal only, nocturnal and diurnal. <laughs> this is a book I'm going to have to memorize, girl.
0: Yeah, hey, girl. I mean, listen, you'll get into it. I, If 12-year-old me writing ER fan fiction can figure out BPMs and, and what someone would call out for a panel, you're going to be good.
1: A, assist- a-, systole. a-
0: systole, Yeah, that's something with the heart.
1: <laughs> when the heart stops, right? Yeah. And they have to... <laughs> Star Compressions.
0: Yeah, Star Compressions, babe. <sighs>
1: Hi. So you're going to move to Chicago.
0: Yeah, we were, if you were enjoying us from our last yeah, episode. Yeah, this is a little piggyback. A little piggyback. We'll probably release these at the same time. Just let everyone have quite an enjoyable time. Um, what were we talking about?
1: What were we talking about? Oh, you're going the to vlog. Chicago. And yeah, then I'm going to Chicago.
0: Well, first of all, we, we first, I'm going vote. back to Michigan. Let me clarify that. Yeah, I'm going yeah. back to Michigan no, we're for a while. are not saying you're not.
1: Yeah. No, I know we're not saying stops in, that, the, in like, between.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be taking some time to decompress a little bit, save some money, um, open the Pandora's box of emotions and traumas, and just start, you know, going through it, and uh, take my time to find an apartment that I feel the same way I did about this one. Because I remember walking into this apartment and being like, "Yep." <laughs> seeing that the windows were open the light came in i saw the floor and i and i walked in the bedrooms looked big enough because i you were bringing stuff and i was like this is it okay and i truly to this day i don't know how we got this apartment um because i feel like there were a bunch of other people that wanted it and we both were coming here with no jobs (laughs) (laughs) so the fact that they chose us out of the pile is like thank god probably had
1: good credit scores
0: yeah yeah i I think i don't remember i probably decent enough um, but, I have an exceptional credit score And then we latched on for nine years <laughs> Yeah And you can only raise the rent so much <laughs> Anyway yeah. So eventually going to Chicago I, w- I would love to live in an apartment that looks like a snow globe I just want to sit inside during the cold winters And look down and write sad songs And, uh, and order food um, We were watching a vlog What's she doing? Oh, she over there. She's in her bed. In one of her many beds over here. She got blankets. That couch I'm leaving for well, you. Well, yeah, you
1: you you know. You're talking about moving to Chicago and I was like mm-hmm. we should watch oh, Chicago. Yeah. So
0: we watched a vlog.
1: Vlogs. It's the thing I did once when I thought I was going to be moving to um Yeah. somewhere.
0: Uh Oh yeah, yeah. I I but uh, I feel like well, First of all, there's not enough Chicago content. Was that Chicago the couple we found? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Chicago and I'm gonna really up the influencer game there.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're gonna bring put Chicago need, on the YouTube. map? Because
0: everyone that I see the only really Chicago I don't videos? Know if Chicago I see, wants it. Girl. Chicago, no, <laughs> true. The only Chicago sort of based people I see are mostly people that are talking about like real estate renting. I follow that Kyra Button and uh, that I don't remember his name, Louis. Um, but people that are talking about like where you can move and, and that stuff's fascinating. Maybe I'll go to Chicago and I'll start renting out apartments to people. Like maybe that, I could totally do that. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, so started watching that, but we watched a vlog. We watched this vlog of this random girl going to Chicago for like the weekend with some guy, which, uh, immediately, watching their body language and them interacting with each other we were like something on a journey (laughs) something is amiss because she is very on him touchy-feely affectionate looking to him for validation and like whatever literally
1: hanging on him and he
0: is like he couldn't be bothered like he seems like he's not into it and so we're watching it no one ever and we're like okay what what happened after this? Like, what's going on? And then we go and we check, and it's like, what, three, six months later, a year later, don't know.
1: There was story time esque. There was videos. a breakup. Breakup story time. There times. may have been some TikTok or Snapchats or something. But in
0: in the story time where she's clearly talking about this dude, and we just watched this vlog of, of her like she got a trip for the weekend, and she took him with her, right? Which oh, been there. I've taken <laughs> I've taken dick on trips, thinking that it would be more than it was, and it wasn't.
1: I just also want to preface this a little bit more with the fact that like. I thought they were a couple. like Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like they were going on trips together. They're staying in the same hotel rooms together. Yeah. It
0: seemed like they were dating, but he wasn't into it.
1: But, yeah, she would be, like, wanting his affection, and he's just, like, on his phone or, like, not looking at her. Yes, yes, She would, like, put her arm around his neck, and he would just stand there, and it it was,
0: like, this awkward, like... Yeah, the rapport between them was just very weird. There was
1: some, yeah, chemistry mix-up happening. And,
0: yeah, everything in my body said she likes him more than he likes her. So then we go and we look, and there's a breakup vlog. We we went down that rabbit hole, and in that (laughs) rabbit hole, what she's describing, I was like, wait... (laughs) This doesn't even, oh God, the 20s are a time. The way she's describing it is that they weren't really dating. They weren't together, but like they were sort of, I don't know how to describe it. It almost sounded like it was uh, someone she was hooking up with who she wanted something more with that she wasn't saying she wanted something more with and he was just fucking around with her and then like it ended and it was very upsetting for her and for him he was like, we were just fucking. Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
2: yeah. And
0: so she made this whole video and I'm watching it as someone who has made, has experienced similar things. But also has now experienced the other side of it, too, and knows how unhinged it feels when someone that you weren't really dating makes an entire thing about the heartbreak of what it was. And so for me, it was personal growth time where I was like, oh, God, just to see every side of this now. But it was fascinating to watch. Yeah, it was just fascinating in real time to see the progression of like. Yeah, it was just. We knew we saw that there was a disconnection because their could vlog. See it. I don't
1: remember their vlog being very good or not. No, but I think we became more curious about what is going on between these yeah. two.
0: It was fascinating because you could feel it. And then in the end, it was like nothing. They weren't even really dating, <laughs> Yeah.
1: and so no wonder he was.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Look, I'm not saying it wasn't a perfect relationship. We have no or whatever idea. We weren't in it. But you know,
0: we're going by what he she clearly describes. wasn't
1: into her. She clearly was very into him, but yet they still hung out together.
0: Yeah, that's where it gets and confusing. so that's where it's
1: like, okay, well, he clearly likes the attention probably, but also... Mm-hmm.
0: But he doesn't also, want it to be
1: more than maybe what he wants yeah. it to be, and she probably wants like this full on relationship. Yeah. And, and it seems to get married. And
0: he seemed a little uncomfortable with her vlogging it, which I imagine with, too. Which I imagine is accurate because if I'm just hanging out with someone, hooking up with someone, but we're not dating, and then all of a sudden I'm in the vlog and they're putting their arm around me, that's it too. I'm aware of what's happening. It's sort of like a claiming, like a you know, it's like yeah. a marking your territory. And I could think I could just see in his eyes, like, "Fuck, I'm gonna have to block I could her on see, Facebook."
1: I could <laughs> see it being a claiming. I could see it being him being like, "I don't want our private moments to be recorded." Yeah, you know, that's how I feel a lot of the time. Fair. Where it's like, it's like, yeah, I mean, not really anymore. But back, you know, I guess when we first moved here, people were just like, vlog- everyone was like vlogging, and I'm like, can we just like hang out, and <laughs> not like be on, you know, for the camera? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. But we went or down. like her using the vlog as a way to like push him into what she wants. You know, like, yeah. oh, we're together. Ha <laughs> ha, see? And like we're on video and it's like official it's, now because uh, like I can show my friends this.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's uh, it, so much it, of it I too I see the
1: vlogging thing getting in the way of. It's like a whole new added.
0: Mm. It's a different kind of pressure too.
1: Thing that relationships have to deal with when like one of them is like, hey, I want to start posting stuff publicly.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm a, a I, maybe I mean, a lot of people but, don't. The, but to, I think, okay, when you're in a relationship, if this was a relationship, right, which I don't think it obviously wasn't, it, it wasn't, was just, but she made it. it, it was, a, yeah, but it had the, it felt like a relationship. How to her. he broke
1: my heart was like, whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, did he? <laughs> or did you just like put way too much in?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause in that video, I was like, he doesn't even seem like he's having fun, which is how are you even having fun with him right now? This doesn't seem fun. Um. But God, where, where, the thing, the names? thing, the thing about that too is that, like, I think, and I've learned, you know, I think every, everyone that makes vlogs or makes videos about their life learns it in some way, the hard way or not, is that you you have to start having conversations or at least being understanding. I, I, first of all, I think that was like a brand deal. I think they went to Chicago to do something. There was like a branded aspect to it. Like oh, they do went you think to so? a they went to like a, a game or something, or there was some it had that feel to it. Um, oh, Bonnie's man. But I think that you start to realize that it, I've seen people that just don't ask anyone if they can start vlogging, like in the middle of like a party or like, you know, be, and the, the boundaries, the walls are just down so far because, you know, the assumption that everyone does this, everyone's in a social media, everyone's an influence, everyone's whatever. Um, but what I've learned is that you really got to have conversations with the people in your life about how much they want to be included in that kind of stuff it is total i've known people on youtube who have entirely made videos and livings and you don't know they have a family <laughs> like you don't know mm. they have kids you don't know they have a husband none of that and um i think that's such a that's so interesting it's so different than you know uh some of the other people that like everything includes everyone and and that has its good and bad too but um yeah it's i'm very fascinated by the people who can manage to tell their stories and share their lives without sort of infringing on the privacy of the people around them that they're closest to i think it's a very it's an interesting place to balance yeah and i don't think that that video was a good example <laughs> of that being communicated I find, being balanced I don't
1: know how, what the search i was hoping to find, I'll find it later channel at least
0: yeah i don't know <laughs> we'll find it
1: i think it was her channel yeah it was
0: her channel what are you looking for? What are you? I just
1: wanted to see because I feel like, yeah, like you said, there was. Hold on. There's like a ser- there's like a few vlogs we watched of theirs in which we were like, what is going on with their relationship? But then, yeah, we found the breakup vlog or whatever that vlog or story time video was. Yeah, and
0: then there's like a lot of videos after that of like I think she got into real estate. And I think that's like the the end goal for <laughs> all of the stories I see is like everyone ends up buying a house and selling it and uh doing wellness and um being an influencer yeah i don't know where it is i don't even know what i searched but i'll find it at some point yeah, for right. you anyway it was a anyway, it was a joyful yeah. rabbit hole to go down I,
1: I think that's a cool thing to do if you're thinking of moving to a city mm-hmm. to look at vlogs people create yeah i'm not saying and i think specifically true vloggers. Mm -hmm. who are just like genuinely interested in exploring the city. Not so much like, because, you know, we we came across bossbang.tv. I don't know, that's totally,
2: (laughs) I don't know where that, (laughs) that
1: sounds like a porno. (laughs) But, you know, like those those YouTube channels that are a brand. Oh, yeah. That we saw, Mm -hmm. like, and a girl hosts for the channel, but it's not her channel. Yeah. Those, I mean, she was great, uh, that girl. But what I'm saying is I really like real people doing real vlogs where they're just going it's like, yeah. Little nooks and crannies of a, of a place versus mm-hmm. like the more produced, like go to Chicago and go to yeah. the river, and like everyone's but, gonna go but, to the river.
0: But that one, that person in particular, who I now follow on Instagram because I was so fascinated. What's her name by her? again? It's like Stephanie Streeter or something, Stephanie something. I don't know. She, But she, Stephanie she, she's a leasing agent. Siller
1: or something, yeah. She's a
0: leasing agent. So, yeah, she was, like, doing, like, a show where she's, like, showing, you know, she's showing the inside of the apartments. But then it's also, like, her at the gym actually working out and doing it, like, show, running you through what, like, life would be at this apartment. And so I've watched a lot of videos like that because that that's sort of, uh, again, there's, you know, there's not as much content for sure of Chicago living as, like, Los Angeles or in some of these other cities. Um. So a lot of the stuff has been me watching people that are teaching you about what kind of apartments are in Chicago and what yeah. neighborhoods and and 10 things you should do in Chicago and the perfect three-day weekend in Chicago. And um, it's been The best hot dog, yeah, the Chicago <laughs>
1: dog, deep dish. Um, oh, my God. There has to be someone who's combined the Chicago hot dog and a deep dish pizza.
0: I'll tell you. Oh, it definitely exists. I'll tell you sort of the things that sold me on Chicago or like why I it's feel... clean New York. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean truly, New York with some uh, that is that's, that's definitely part of it. the grit Cheaper, cleaner in New York. Um, for me, I saw the once I started seeing photos of like that lakeside, Where it's like it butts up right against the city so it's like this cement sort of whatever that you can come up to on the lake but it goes through like this metropolis and so you're like you're on the beach, you're next to this lake that kind of comes over these steps that people just hang out on but then like in the distance you just see like this beautiful city once i started seeing photos like that i was like this place doesn't even look real and there's lakes. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I just started feeling drawn to like, ooh, what it would be like. I just pictured myself sitting on the edge of it, putting my toes you gonna in You're going to miss water. mountains
1: like some other people? No.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not committed to mountains like that. I mean, I love looking at a mountain. I've What I will say is being here, I've tried to become more present in when I'm outside looking around. Like even from my window, when I see palm trees or, some, or blue skies or the mountains in the distance. hmm you know, it, you live here for a long time and you just kind of stop seeing it. It's mm-hmm. just it's sort of in the background. You don't you're not paying attention to it. And so I've been really trying to just like look around and be like you you, you this is a beautiful place to yeah. live. Um I love it here. And it is a beautiful place to live. Uh, traffic. But Chicago, mm-hmm. yeah, Chicago I was looking at and it was like there's just a lot of there's so many like parks. Like there's like 300 parks or something like that just in like this main part of the city. <laughs> the so the uh the L like the public transportation I'm really interested in because I've driven everywhere here and I'm like oh it, that would be a nice experience never had that kind of experience besides traveling, um, food off I mean, pop bellies is there so I think we don't need, you need to get into that you know how I feel about pop bellies, and it just seems like again. the way that people talk about it. Uh, even with winter, even though everyone acknowledges they're like winter sucks and it's like seven months long. The is, summers here suck. Exactly.
1: We don't really go outside in the fucking. Like, I literally August yeah.
0: I Literally just stay inside. It's, it's uh, death. It's different. Um, At least here in, yeah. But it just seemed like, but every, so many people that even acknowledging how rough the weather is, we're like, but Chicago is like the greatest city. Like I've moved there. I think about it all the time. There's so many free things that happen, especially during the summer. I think like during the summer, it really is just like food festivals, music festivals, uh, free museum days, free events. Like there, I mean, I was going through a list and it, it sounds like fucking Disneyland. Sometimes they got like a fountain with light shows for 20 minutes every night. And just a whole place the architecture is beautiful and the big thing i hear is the architecture architecture is really pretty the videos of like that like sort of river boat that you can take through and look i mean unfortunately you know trump towers there unfortunately um but uh yeah it just it's it's so interesting that it's a city that was not far from where i you know i mean it was in michigan so it was like a four and a half hour drive really to get there but wasn't something I thought about. I've driven through Chicago. I've been there. It was nice enough. But I always came in during tour at night or to spend the night at someone's house on the way as, as I was driving to L.A. That's where I met Ava. Um, yeah. And then it wasn't a thought until it was. And then once it was a thought, it was a thought I couldn't stop thinking Have about. Have you talked to Ava about Chicago? I mean, Ava knows. I mean, Ava kind of gave me a rundown of just briefly yeah, like, I mean. yeah. uh, like the area that we were in when we visited her. She was like, this is sort of the area that we were in to give context to it. But, I mean, I haven't talked to you in depth. But Ava's excited for me. I mean, Ava loves Chicago. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I, I think for me also, the vision that I have is I would love to host friends of mine. I would love to, like, have a space that's, like, mine, and I'm doing my thing, and I'm experiencing new things, and it's, it's a different sort of environment, but then also like my friends who are in LA or in New York or wherever that are like, I just need a week away or I just like, I want to come experience Christmas or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Or, um, I just want to like, I can already see Nikki and Ken coming out for food festival time in July in Chicago, you know? Oh yeah. And the idea of having that concentrated sort of, um, yeah, like summer campy hangout, hosting, like cooking for my friends and, and watching TV together and like enjoying that week and then having three weeks of alone time is interesting to me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait for you to come visit and Bonnie to come visit. It's like the one. Fell Zone and them to come visit. And it's the
1: one city left that I haven't visited that I really want to. Yeah. That and maybe Portland.
0: Portland's beautiful. I love Portland and Seattle. I love. any.
1: I'd like to go to New Orleans too.
0: New Orleans would. Be, oh yeah, that's another place. So that would be uh, fun. I'll eat
1: go. some shellfish.
0: It's time, baby. Uh, some shrimp. <laughs> you and I are gonna have a deep dish pizza, they, girl. Looking out make? over... I want
1: to say paella, but it's not paella. Beignets. Uh, beignets too.
0: Uh, I'm thinking mainly beignets. I make a vegan. <laughs> bre- oh, jambalaya, jambalaya. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the food and uh, there's unmatched. That's a shrimp um, but yeah, so I, I think that that's interesting to me, especially like living in Los Angeles. Like, even though we all see each other, the reality is that I've seen, if I weren't working with Nikki and Michelle when she was here and like we saw each other weekly to do stuff, um, a lot of my friendships here, it's like we mostly saw each other at YouTube stuff. And then we would be in the same city and maybe we would see each other at some parties. But. Um, I miss I miss visiting people for a week or them visiting me for a week. You know, that's yeah. it. And so we'll see. I'm gonna go back to Michigan, save some money. I might go visit some people on the way, the drive back. Uh, maybe go hang out. I'd like to see Catherine and Hang. Have you plotted your, your path not back not entirely yet, yet but um, I did. Going <laughs>
1: in the desert or snow? I messaged.
0: These are the kind of friendships I love. So I messaged um, my friend. Well, I've never met them. <laughs> Carissa. I don't think Chris and I have ever met, but we follow each other in a lot of stuff and we're both fat people on the internet. And so, um, Chris. Carissa. Carissa. Fat girl flow. Mm-hmm. And so I messaged Carissa the other day because we kind of offhand, we've talked sort of about me coming to visit at some point. This was years ago uh, with Margo and stuff. Uh, and then obviously shut down. And so I messaged her the other day and I said, I will be driving across the country in June of W Y D, and she said hosting you see you then <laughs> 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 I was like, this.
1: where does she live again
0: uh, Kansas I think oh, okay, so it's okay, like okay. So, like <laughs> so I feel like what's gonna happen is I'm gonna get there and I'm just gonna stay for a week <laughs> like, um Don't
1: but get I murdered girl
0: no I won't get murdered listen uh I mean what a way to die um no I think it'll be okay. Person you've
1: never met, I think, middle of I mean, Kansas.
0: I mean, you, 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 you're you the one
1: talking about always being afraid.
0: I am, with men. And so, uh, <laughs> no, uh, th- to me, I think I used to be, I mean, I can't even talk shit necessarily about hanging out with people I'd never met before, being friends with people i never met before, because truly that is all of the friendships that I now have that are very close to me. But um, I definitely uh, have more discernment now, I think, about some of the people that i would stay mm-hmm. at their apartment for the night and uh this bitch puts enough stuff on the internet that you know um if i go missing <laughs> it was fat girl flow
1: <laughs> well yeah i mean your, your whole audience will be aware of or not where you are and who you're with who
0: knows but uh, yeah somebody will
1: your parents i will be
0: i don't so, know girl i get i'm like well, I,
1: you're not being come on
0: you got to let someone know. I uh, I definitely, something that I've th- thought about recently is I need to, I need to like check in with people every week or something because I don't talk to my family very often. And so, so truly I was thinking like in Chicago, if something happens to me, how long will it take someone to find out? Because I, I am a, I am a person that like could not respond to a text for a few weeks, you know? So I think I need to like Sunday night <laughs> text you and be like, I'm still here, beeps. <laughs> And if I don't text the following Sunday, Put I got up, you to call Shan.
1: Create a schedule. Go get a bullet journal going.
0: <laughs> I need to post like daily, like every morning at this time, I tweet something. And if I don't, something's wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> although I'm sure depression will have some things to say about that. But um, anyway, long story short. Uh, hi. Did we introduce ourselves? I think we Yeah, did. we did. Um, do you want to get into some emails? Oh, I didn't think about that. I um, have to get
1: my other computer.
0: Oh shit! Well, while let's, you're doing let's that,
2: what uh, would it be called?
0: Um, I'll read to you. We got a message on our Patreon. Oh. Um, oh, yeah, and I haven't is. read it. I haven't read it through all the way, but I did skim it. Hold on, let me see if I can. Oh god! Sometimes it's. still. But it's also because I'm not here on it very often, so it's my problem. Okay. Community. Oh, just let me write the fuck in. All right. You just slid in. Um. The best. Anyway. So this is a senior me- savings. So this is this is a message that we got after a few months of not putting up a new podcast episode, and also timely because uh, if you haven't realized yet, with me moving, it will be the end currently for adventures and roomating, although who knows girl maybe you know long
1: distance friendship we
0: meet up Bang. what we meet up once a year and we do like an annual rundown of how things have been going you know yeah um so this is the message and they said hi megan and keith and all the other bbs i was wondering about the present state of the podcast and the future of the podcast going forward Many of us have noticed over the past year or so that the podcast has slowed down, which I mean, I think many of us can relate to in our own ways over the course of, you know, everything in the past year. But with Megan making the exciting move back to the Midwest and Keith making the exciting move back into school to train as a psychologist, putting two and two together, it seems like this chapter of the podcast has come to a close. With that in mind, should we consider this a hiatus for the podcast? A hard conclusion? Will the podcast be coming back in a remote sort of capacity? And I'm sure plenty of other listeners and viewers would be really glad to embark on this next stretch of your lives with you via the podcast, but I think many of us also see the beauty in one thing ending so new things can happen. Whatever the case is, you both have my absolute love and respect. These many years of podcasts have brought happiness to so many of us, and even if this next chapter doesn't include adventures and roomating, I know that we'll be rooting for you too. Yeah. It was a sweet little message. It was on Patreon. That was on Patreon. Nice. Uh, that was from Rory, and yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, they know, they know. But also, yeah. I I I love how Rory phrased and put it together, which is, yeah, I think that this year, I mean, so many things happened, and it was really hard to, I always. I speak for myself. I struggled with showing up and wanting to share as much when it just felt like I was sort of in the free fall of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been evaluating a lot of like what I share on the internet and how I share it. Where I think for like a long time with YouTube, especially and how it started off, YouTube was a place like any other YouTube like internet community that I've been a part of as a kid. It was like a place I went to like share things that I wasn't sharing with family or like mm-hmm. express myself. And it kind of grew into something bigger and else than that. And there are a lot of times where I talked about things right away on this podcast and other things. And I'm grateful for that because I think sharing that was important for me. But I don't always love... I'm starting to pay attention to what feels good in my body. And it feels better often to... Deal with it, process it a little bit before I talk about it, so that when I talk about it, I'm not like in the throes of how traumatic it is, mm-hmm. and just um, you know, crying on the internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, although uh, clearly I'll cry anytime because these tear ducts are ready and overflowing. I um,
1: mean, podcasts were the story times before the story times. They so. were. I mean, this.
0: Po- <laughs> I'll speak to this podcast in particular. I, and you know, this is. I love doing adventures and roomating. This was. Um, I think a lot of our friendship grew on this podcast because we were in conversations and learning things about each other, uh, in a different way. And early on when we would have so much fun having conversations, I was, I remember being like, we need to share this with people. Cause this is, well, yeah, I think this that's is why fun. we started
1: it. Cause yeah, we were just full of ourselves and thought we thought we were funny. So, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I still think I'm funny. But I'm it.
1: glad we started it just like for fun.
0: Yeah. And it was always it was always sort of that. And then there was definitely a period of time where like there was a moment where it was like paying rent. And, yeah. and that was that was a good that was a good time. We were making a lot of episodes and answering yeah. a lot of questions and um but then yeah, I think as sort of as this year happened and everyone sort of reevaluating what they want to do and, and you're going off to school, um and we always sort of loosely talked about the end of what would happen when we moved out from each other.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, is yeah I think, it, I think it's definitely A natural conclusion To we've lived together For nine years At yeah. least seven Like seven of those years Have been podcast podcasted Podcasted in
1: some way Or
2: shape or form
0: And we have changed In a lot of ways At least I have I feel like I think you have too For sure It's like we've gone through uh-huh. So much um, Who we were Starting day one to now it's like we've shared
1: it all led me to here
0: yeah i mean we've we've shared you know breakups breakdowns um losses you guys i mean i'll, I'll always treasure this podcast because so much of it also has baby margo on it mm-hmm. sniffing on the mic and <laughs> tippy tapping around
1: just tip tapping
0: um and yeah so I, I guess to that message i just wanted to say uh, thank you to everyone for uh, being with us throughout this and, and enjoying uh, sharing the sharing of our lives with you. And um, I'm glad it's brought some joy and some laughs.
1: I would argue that this podcast may have even indirectly influenced me becoming Psycho- a therapist. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I'd always preface things. Before answering a question, uh, you know, with like, we are not professionals. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I always, at least I did, you know, was like, talk yeah. to a professional.
0: I definitely see if you're that having connection. some some
1: problems and all that. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, and I'm so I
1: think I think a part of that too is, or uh, that was um, somewhat influential in, in me eventually deciding to become a therapist because I really liked giving the advice part, although it's a little. Like, oh, I'm so great. Let me bestow my wisdom upon thee. But, uh, I don't know. I think I like helping people. Yeah. Um, figuring out problems. Conflicts. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I think a part of this helped lead me to where I am today. So yeah, I'm grateful.
0: I definitely, I definitely see that girl because <laughs> I yeah, water over your I swear to God, you know, this is truly a thing <laughs> things that continue on. The
1: true end of the podcast. Oh God. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm way more excited to go back one day through these podcast episodes than even videos because I do feel like podcasts have been the closest to like the in the moment truest version of me because again it's just a conversation between friends and it's uh there's nothing planned there's never been anything planned for this so um i'm i'm just grateful that we kind of got to grow into who we are in a lot of ways and uh i think this podcast has been a part of that for sure for me
1: now this episode won't be the last episode that we're currently recording right now
0: unless you want it to be babes well, do you want it to be? It doesn't have to be.
1: I figure we'd record at least one or two more after okay. these two.
0: Whatever you want, girl. I'm down.
1: Well, what do you want?
0: I just didn't yeah, I just didn't want us to do one episode and be like, and this is the last one we're done. Oh, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I just thought We got till June, baby. We can record Yeah,
1: I figure we'll do two more next month. Yeah. Or whenever. Uh,
0: yeah, we won't we won't surprise you too
1: much with But I think there's probably between. not going to be much after this episode, so. Yeah. I guess it would be two more.
0: okay, yeah, we'll see We'll Unless see what we happens do something uh,
1: planned or special for the last one, which I don't know why why start planning now? you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, maybe we just gotta get some champagne for the last one. maybe we'll yeah. re- maybe we'll record it um, it'll be a live stream. I know what we'll do the after I move my shit out that last weekend, girl.
1: oh my God when everything's gone Well
0: yeah, when everything's gone, we'll get like a bottle of champagne. We'll sit here and uh, and we'll we'll say goodbye.
1: All right. I love that. A little
0: bit of bananas. A little bit of bananas. A puppy. You know, I was really nervous. I will say, champagne. I was nervous about not having bananas in other places, but then I looked up and it's recreational in Illinois and Michigan. So... Hey,
1: hey now's the time. <laughs> Can't escape it now.
0: I thought I was going to have to come back here every few months and just have a fucking week. Or like, have me
1: ship you <laughs>
2: pens.
0: No, I would never ask you to do that, girl. No. Not never. ever at all. Um, you want to answer a call, an email? Sure. This got is, a, we got a few of them. This is the last time if you want an opportunity at getting Final, an email answered. Final call. Final last call. Last call. Roommatepod at gmail.com. What do
1: you call that when they ring the bar at the bell? Yeah,
0: that's a, I don't have a bell. I guess God, it's last it. call. Yeah. yeah, it's last call.
1: Ding, ding, motherfuckers. Ding,
0: ding, order your last drinks.
1: Get your bitch-ass questions in this bitch. I don't know. We're going to... No, that's it. Oh, I was going to say you can you can submit questions through our website, adventuresinroommating.com. Mm-hmm. There's a form on the website you can fill out. Mm-hmm. Um, doing so this way will let you remain anonymous, so feel free to use it and say whatever you want to say to us before we go,
2: mm-hmm.
1: good or bad. Uh, but also, you can send us an email directly. Yeah, uh, and we're not going to read
0: anything that's not in the email. Roommatepod
1: so. at gmail.com. Thank you. Okay, Here this we is go. from, how does it say, Squarespace? No, this is from our <laughs> website. Oh, wait. Oh, this is a clever motherfucker.
0: Uh oh. Oh, there's a scam?
1: It's uh, just someone asking us if we want to improve our traffic.
0: Nope, delete it. Our
1: web traffic. We don't. Oh, Bye. Interesting. Wow.
0: Oh, yeah, I get this. Uh, all right.
1: This is a direct email from someone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hi, beautiful queen Tanjas. <laughs> First of all, the subject says, I need to say this to someone. Mm hmm. Hi, beautiful Queen Tanja, sweet daddy Keith and baby Bonnie. Oh. Oh, baby Bonnie. My name is Chloe. You can say my name. They put after the fucking fact. Uh, I'm 28, (laughs) a female, and from the UK. Okay. I hope you're all doing good in this absolute shit storm of a time we're living in. Mm -hmm. Keith, I'm sorry if this is a bit all over the place to read. Trauma has no time for grammar. Oh. LOL. So we've got some humor. (laughs) I've recently decided... I'm sorry, I've recently had some repressed memories surfacing, Mm
0: -hmm. probably
1: because the pandemic has gifted me all the time to sit with my own thoughts.
0: Welcome, baby.
1: They've been, I'm sorry, they've surfaced a few times in the past, but I've pushed those fuckers deep down. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe we need to address these. You can only push them down so far for so long. That's what I've learned about. The main thing in therapy is processing. How do we process? Go through everything we go through. I've never spoken to anyone about it. Um, oh wait, I'm sorry. Uh, when I was around five or six, I think it was all very hazy. Mm-hmm. My older brother, who was five years older, sexually assaulted me. Mm. So we're looking at a ten and a five year old.
2: Yeah.
1: I've never spoken to anyone about it. Like I said, it. Like I said, it. I just pushed it away, but I can't get it out of my head now, mm. and I'm not entirely sure what to do with it. A bit of background info: This is an isolated incident. He's still in my life, and we have fairly close family. Our relationship of fine. Our relationship, of fine, pretty normal. Uh, from the small amount I can remember, I don't think it was malicious. I don't think he understood himself. That's what I was thinking. He was ten years old. Uh, that I, that it was wrong, or even that what he was actually doing, because we were so young. Mm-hmm. I am in counseling, and I know I need to speak to my therapist about it. Well, yeah, you should be definitely speaking to your therapist. This is
0: about definitely it. not something. an email. <laughs> this is definitely something you talk to your therapist.
1: About. Uh, I'm just not fully comfortable saying it, and I'm very. But you are comfortable saying it.
0: Anonymous in an email,
1: not anonymous. She gave her her name.
0: Well, very good.
1: Um, and I'm fully comfortable saying it. I'm very worried that the what the repercussions of it are going to be mm. uh, causing issues in my family, making my mental health worse. I really, I don't really know, but it's obviously going to be a big thing. If I tell people, I kind of just want to say it to someone who doesn't know me in real life and could hopefully give me a little advice on something mm-hmm. as someone independent. Mm. Thank you and love you guys.
0: Oof. Um. You know, it's not, um, it's not necessarily an experience that I have, but I have friends that have gone through um, similar things with having family members that are, you know, kids and older do things, touch them, molest them, whatever. Um, I think that, like, I understand the intention of, like, I just want to figure it all out so I'm not bringing this to my family and fucking things up. But the reality is that, like, even if your brother wasn't malicious with it, or even if you're in a place where you're like, you know, I have a relationship with him, and that that doesn't alter that. But this thing happened. The reality is that the things still happen. So there's still trauma there that you, you know, you're being tasked with having to work out um, on your own in some ways. And yeah, I mean, there's no perfect way to sort of bring this to the family. Or even bring this to your brother, um, which is why I think you, yeah, you need to you need to talk to your therapist. Um, your therapist is not there to judge you, or to they're not going to call your family and reveal the secret. They're not. They're just going. They hear horrible things that happen to people all of the time. I can guarantee
1: you your therapist has heard much worse.
0: Has, yeah, but like <laughs> they they hear horrible things that happen to people, and they're there to help you resolve it, work it out, problem solve how you want how you want to move forward, and. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I feel for you right now being in that space of like, do I do I say something and then I hurt my family, or do I just figure it out on my own? And I think the reality is that at some point you the conversation that you're going to want to have with the the family members in your life, the parents or your brother, whoever you need a good foundation that you feel strong in. And I think a lot of that's going to come through processing it with your therapist, um, who might be able to relieve you a little bit of whatever it is that you're carrying by just letting you know that you're not alone in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, again, it's not really my field. So I don't entirely understand, uh, you know, I understand trauma in my own way of being, uh, hurt by someone, but, uh, as a child, that, that stuff, it sticks with you for life and and can affect your relationships and can affect, uh, even being touched in general. So I think that if you remember this, even if it's hazy, this is something that you should walk through with a professional and, and, um, and understand that whatever conversation you end up having, whether, the people that are around that did or didn't know about it are going to feel the way they feel and they're going to react in a certain way, potentially, where, you know, they want to protect sort of themselves or they want to imagine that you're, you know, you're making it up or that um, it wasn't that bad. Um, And I think what you need to remember is that this happened to you and you are allowed to take as much time as you need to heal it and figure it out and figure out who you want to be in your life and it's not a blame game of pointing out who didn't do what and who did this it's acknowledging the truth of trauma and um and what we carry with us and you know again it's yeah i don't know it would be interesting. I, I would be interested to know if you've had, ever had a conversation with your brother. Like, does your brother acknowledge that this happened? Is, you know, are you guys close? Or has this always been someone you've been distant with because of this thing? Or have you always been distant with and didn't know? And then now the memories of this are making you realize that, oh, there is a reason why I don't feel. Well, she
1: said this is an isolated incident and he's still in my life and we have a close family. Okay. Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know, I'm about yeah. to become a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> I clearly speak from my own experiences in therapy and what I can imagine a therapist saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think, yeah, primarily, I don't know, I'm not sure why you're so afraid to speak about this to your therapist. It says, you think there might cause issues with your family or make your mental health worse.
0: I think there's a fear of opening up this door. And that's what I think.
1: I think she thinks that this might lead to a confrontation between her and her brother.
0: mm -hmm. People will pick sides in her family. I don't know if it'll even
1: ever get to that point. Because, again, from my experience in therapy, I can imagine a therapist. Especially with the ages six and 10, like, this is probably a common thing. I can imagine a therapist being like, this is very common, especially between siblings, mm-hmm. exploring their bodies in ways that, you know, yeah, trying to, I guess, make it not seem like it's. Because that's what my therapist tends to do with me. Like, when I had that breakup in ninth grade that, like, fucking devastated me, like, she was like, yeah, very common. Mm. And I was like, no, but
0: But I was unique but it was to me, me and it was my yeah.
1: experience. And like the circumstances were just so, and she was like, yeah, everybody goes through that. And I'm like, oh, mm. okay. It's like, I don't know what that technique is, but it.
0: Yeah. Well, normalizing it.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think the question is why are these memories coming up suddenly? I mean, you're saying you think it's because of the pandemic mm-hmm. and just having time to think. I would ask, well, has this, how is this currently affecting your relationships? It seems like you're still close with your family, including your brother. Mm-hmm. It's an isolated incident. Um, I think you should absolutely open up and talk about it with your therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and see where they lead you. Because I don't think it's going to make it worse, for sure. I yeah. think, if anything, this is your therapist literally is going to be there to help you process it yeah. and come to your own yeah destination with it
0: yeah and where and where you end up is i mean i think that maybe there's some hesitancy and some fear of like you open up this door and then like you might be okay with it now like it's an isolated incident but if you start opening up these memories maybe there's a fear of like what you will want to do or what you'll want to say or like uh the resent maybe resentment or anger that you, you might be living there sadness and I think that you can't keep those things behind a closed door, at least for yourself. So, um, you know, and who knows? Again, everyone's situation is different. So, uh, you know, I have friends that will never forgive, even if it was an isolated incident, even if it wasn't malicious, it's still yeah, trauma, yeah. right? And so it's still, it's, it's still an upsetting thing to happen to you as a kid. Um, and, you know... There will be people that can forgive people that have done that to them based on the situation um, and the others who can't. It sounds like right now you're sort of in a place where you still have a relationship with your brother and with your own healing and processing of it or at least understanding it. You might never have a conversation, but you also might have a conversation with him someday. And maybe in that conversation where you bring this up and he also, maybe he feels shame about it. Maybe he's like, yeah, I don't, I have this memory of it and I don't know why I did this and I would never want to hurt you. Who knows what that conversation could be that but could she
1: bring... even admits that, like, I don't think he understood what he was doing at yeah. the time.
0: So maybe you'll, you know, if this is something Yeah, I think this is probably
1: new... just, I don't know, but...
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I Yeah, I mean, my, my brain... I mean, Isolate, like, a one-time that,
1: so. thing... Yeah, I don't know. I, I would definitely talk about it with your therapist.
0: Talk about it with your therapist. That is the safe place you can go before you make any sort of decisions of how you want to approach it, if you want to approach it at all, or broach it well, with your family or like, with your brother.
1: You know. Yeah, I guess. What do you in the approach? What do you? What is your intention? What is the outcome that you want?
2: Hmm.
1: What problem needs to be fixed? Because again, I'm I'm curious as to. If everything's pretty good, but these memories keep coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you need to talk about with your therapist.
0: Yeah. I think it might, those memories might be unsettling a little bit of what you think. I wonder is like what just, else is going on in your life besides
1: yeah. the pandemic.
0: But yeah. Or, and, and also what other you memories. You're talking
1: to someone romantically and like all of a sudden you're getting these sort of repressed, sexually connected memories, mm-hmm. you know, like.
0: And also what other memories do you potentially are still sort of that you haven't tapped into you know i think that that's all stuff worth going down the road if you want to um but yeah i mean i think you know again with a a lot
1: of stuff happens in families that a lot of people don't talk about publicly but it's very normal and it's very common and it's not necessarily malicious or
0: but it's it's still incredibly traumatic uh, and so I think that's like yeah. the, that's the dichotomy. But I think that's what the
1: processing of therapy yeah. is about: is realizing, oh, even though at the time and how I remember it, it was very traumatic, I'm realizing, oh, from another perspective or from seeing it that it wasn't maybe this. Uh, getting a perspective on it uh, helps mm-hmm. with processing those emotions. I
0: think. I think the interesting thing for me would be for you to walk through this a bit with your therapist, figure out what sort of you want from it, and maybe you d- maybe you are looking for an apology from your brother maybe you're looking for some kind of conversation about it um but i think going in there with sort of an un- a better understanding and idea of what you actually want to talk about what you're looking for that's what um, i mean like what
1: do you want out of this
0: yeah it, what, and, what's, and the it, and it what's the problem? What's the conflict? And it that might just—it might just be you having an experience of not feeling alone in it and being able to talk about it. I think she wants to talk of your about life, it. Yeah, you know, I think
1: it was like, oh, I have this memory, but I'm so ashamed to bring it up to mm. my family it's and gonna my brother. Things. I don't know what's gonna do. And I think it's fine that you wrote an email to us. And I think it's great that you're in counseling. Yeah. And I think absolutely talk about this with your counselor because that is literally the person that's yeah. going to help you. You get to decide it.
0: how you feel about this and how you move it, move through it. You don't get to decide how other people react to it. And so I think that again, yeah, having someone sort of help you process it in your corner to understand that what you walk grade into is these. 10 years old? Uh, it's like fourth grade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. it's very young. Um, but still it's like, yeah, it's, it's um, it, you again, you know, just even when it is something that's common or it is something that happens um, it's still your trauma and how you, you sort of deal with it is going to be dependent on, I think the foundation you have to move through it and um, any conversations you have with your family, I think you'll feel a little bit more prepared for them by understanding maybe how they they could react but also understanding you can't control it and all you're doing is is sharing something that happened to you and you know it's it's so hard because I do have I listen I know people who have talked about things that happened to them as a child with their family and it it does it does have that it can have that effect of people feeling shame and the way that internalizes the way that that the way that they'll cut things off or they'll you know the who choose sides or defending and uh, who did it all of that can happen but i think if you do have a relationship with your family already and um they are people that yeah, you can talk clearly to this
1: affected you and you need to this isn't something that you talk should talk about it
0: yeah agree but good luck and you're definitely not alone um in this at all um, and whatever you end up doing is is going to be exactly what you need to do.
1: Uh, next question.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh damn! Another.
0: I mean, Greg, you could just. We got a lot of them.
1: I mean, I clicked three, but two of them were ads. Oh damn! They got one. Us. One was the one I just read. Uh, Goddess. Let's see. I'm going to the second page here. Going back to December. Um, I don't know if I have another one at the moment.
0: There's no, like, two reads? Two reads? Like, you've been putting anything in a folder. No? No.
1: Exclusive. No, it's advertising. Usually the ones are from Squarespace or from a person's name. Uh, Actor, writer, producer available. Reset your password. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Oh, my God. it's a fucking giant one. All right. Let's do it. Uh, My husband ghosted me.
0: (laughs) Did he die? It's it's a long (laughs) one, so this will be
1: our last one, too. Okay, okay. Hi, Megan and Keith. Long time listener. First time asking for your (laughs) grand advice of joining the Peace Corps. (laughs) But seriously, I need help. Okay. I, a 27 female Aries son. Ooh uh met a man 32 years old virgo son uh, on <laughs> tinder the summer of 2018 2018
0: oh, it's 2021 and we already have a husband ghosting us so we sent at the end of 2020 we've moved through this yes okay
1: we spoke had a good conversation followed each other on instagram and then just lost touch one day on his birthday i happened to be at a bar that he was having dinner at
0: You happened to be okay, mm man.
1: I noticed him, and he immediately came up to me and talked to me, leaving Mm. his company behind.
0: Mm. That's a a prince right there.
1: Later, I messaged him and asked when we could go on a date.
0: Okay. He tells me, I love it.
1: I love it too. God, I would love nothing more than for forward women to do that more frequently. Uh, He tells me he needs a month, and then we could. Uh, I said weird, but okay. I love it. Why is that weird? After I mean, yeah,
0: it's, it's uh, it a, hey, I can't, I can't do it right now.
1: After that month, we went full in. Lunch date. That turned into lunch dates yeah. for the entire week. Then mm-hmm. a weekend out of town together. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. This is
1: all within the first what, week.
0: What traumas happened in your childhood, babe? Why are we trauma bonding with people and men this quickly? Continue.
1: Then him telling... He loved me on that weekend.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, this is if it guys Please. live your lives, but I can guarantee you that if it moves this quick, it's, it's going to
0: be end just as quickly. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. Yeah, I, and I will speak from experience too. Things that move I mean, listen, I I also I know people there's always the exception to the rule. But oh, of course, of course. But for the most part, if you find yourself in a situation where you're trying to bulldoze through like, oh, you can't see me for a month. we just met tonight and like we don't like, and then the minute we're hanging out together, it's like we spent a whole week together and now we love each other. That, my loves, is there's some red flags there that are not yet to be uncovered of uh, a, a sort of desperation to cling into each other.
1: Yeah. It's a cry for attention, not so much. Actual vulnerability. I think if
0: I were hanging out with someone for a month and in a relationship, and they were like, "I love you," like legitimately, uh, I mean, I guess you know, everyone's situation is their own, but um, I'd be like, "Let's let's take some time." <laughs> let's, let's I'm, it I'm out.
1: also just curious as the exact time frame of this. Bec- oh,
0: yeah, okay, wait, we, wait. No, it says
1: after down. the break, after the month. Okay, we went full in. She said lunch date.
0: Okay, lunch date.
1: That turned into lunch dates for the entire week. Oh, so it, it seems cleared, like they went on a lunch schedule. date. Cleared my schedule. Yes, and, and then, then proceeded day. to have a lunch date every day that week. Okay. Um, and then a weekend out of town together. Now I don't know when that weekend is. Was it okay. the end of the first week?
0: Yeah, or was it like a month later?
1: And then telling, and then him telling he loved me on that weekend that they went away. Okay. She wrote it was also quick. I was so okay. swept up, and I was convinced this man was my soulmate. Uh, I mean, I know what that feels like.
0: I know the feeling. I ta- I'm tapped into it. I get yeah. it. I get it.
1: Uh, we were barely official, and he signed me up for an authorized user on his credit card.
0: Oh, girl, he's taking your money, babe. His credit card. <laughs> oh, his credit card.
1: He's trying to that's give funny. you his money so he can mm, keep you.
0: That's a lot.
1: I didn't find out until I saw it on my credit report. It struck me as odd but chivalrous.
0: Uh, bitch, he could fuck with your credit score. No, (laughs) it's not.
1: After that, he mentions he wants to go to Miami for Christmas. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, See, who wants to go to Miami? for christmas I mean, maybe, you know what maybe, i'm saying unless to, you're from miami. maybe they're from
0: miami maybe he's from miami maybe he's cute are man. you paying the bill to get there is that i have questions that sounds right like now.
1: someone who can't deal with a little bit of cold uh, for the crap.
0: winter listen i need all of us to uh, especially look, look, women hey, i live in la who am i to say i need us to be a little some of these things okay hold on <laughs> <laughs> the, we've the got Lori- so much more to go i know email. i know but just very quickly yeah let me say that when you find yourself in a situation where you've known each other for very short amount of time and someone's adding you on their credit card, wanting to go to these different things, planning a life with you, I need us to really be paying attention to what's going on in someone's life that they can clear their entire week to hang out every single day, all of a sudden, never having known me before, go away for a weekend, tell me they love me, add me to a credit. This is what abusers do. You know what I'm saying? Like this is kind of stuff that like you could find yourself in an abusive situation. You could find yourself in a, a uh, very codependent situation. You could find yourself at a man that's running from the fucking law right now. So we got We got to take time. <laughs> we got to take a little bit more time. Require a little bit more. Continue.
1: I said that would be okay. So um, he wants to go to Miami for Christmas. I okay. said that would be pretty neat, and he said no with you. Okay. And the keys. Let's go. Okay. I just bought plane tickets. I oh. guess he means the okay. kids, not keys. Why would you say bring the, the keys? Like Florida. In the keys. And the keys. Okay. I was shocked but so excited as no one had ever done anything.
0: Oh, God. See that? That's, See, what, that's where they get you. people with money, too.
1: The people with money.
0: That's where they get you because no other man has ever done anything they nice whoop, for you. And so everything starts to look chivalrous. that's attention. Everything that's like, yeah. It was there our
1: inside joke mm-hmm. that he was going to murder me there.
0: <laughs> that? What? What? <laughs> Oh, Aries playing with fire, babe.
1: I forgot to mention that this is a an Aries sun woman.
0: Yeah, no. A Gemini moon woman. Oh. And God. a Taurus
1: rising. <laughs> Shall I do the man? The man hey. was a Virgo sun. Okay. Scorpio moon.
0: Oh, babe.
1: Aries rising.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> wow. This is just a lot of energy. It's just I a can lot feel of, it. I
1: can feel it through this message.
0: A lot of social uh and right energy.
1: Before our trip, he okay. kept joking about marriage. And I would joke too. Oh
0: my God, this man's going to put holes in the condom. What are we doing? I
1: decided, what if we did? What if? That if.
0: Wow, that Taurus rising was like, what if we make a life, babe?
1: That what if turned into a reality. Oh my we were caught up, drunk, so obsessed. We married December 23rd.
0: Oh at first my. we didn't tell
1: anyone but eventually slipped to my family once I changed my last name.
0: Oh my god.
1: Wow, this is all sorts of all
0: well, sorts of red I, flags uh, left and a, right. god, it's just it's not even a bitch you're wrapped in a red flag. It, you it you everything swallow is them. you're swimming in a red river right now.
1: <laughs> <sighs> we sent his family and my family Christmas and our friends please. marriage <laughs> announcements. We were so happy for us and sent people were so happy for us and sent us gifts and right. sent sweet letters. All right. I met his family. I thought it was perfect. Mm -hmm. End of paragraph one. Okay. Well, things were good for a while.
0: (laughs) Those first three months flew by. Uh,
1: He asked me to quit my well-paid job so we could travel together.
0: What does he do? He
1: made a lot of money and did remote work.
0: Uh... We lived
1: together. We had so much fun. Then COVID hit.
0: Uh-oh.
1: Oh, the true Uh-oh. test. Y'all are in love with the fantasy, but actually have deal with each other. All of a
0: sudden, when we can't run from our problems together in our little fantasy world, now yeah. it's just marriage, babe.
1: <laughs> we began fighting more and more. I bet. He was becoming so restless mm-hmm. and leaving me in the house alone for hours and hours after small fights and disagreements. Mm-hmm. Not speaking to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. Common. probably cheating on you too. Who knows? Didn't want
1: to didn't want sp- to spend time with me when I would be home from my new job, trying to work through COVID, which he also didn't agree with as well as he did not think
0: he doesn't agree with COVID.
1: Made, made enough money to make it. It's not typed well. Uh, I didn't want to spend time with me when I would be home from my new job. Mm-hmm. Um, in parentheses, trying to work through COVID, which he also didn't agree with, as well as he did not think made enough money to make it worthwhile. As he wanted me home mm-hmm. with him and to clean.
0: Yep. Uh, Though there it is. He doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He yep. wanted a, a mom. Yes. Mm-hmm. He wanted. He wanted a, for a mom wife. He wanted a mom that he could also travel with and uh, be naked. I with. mean,
1: look, yeah. The these, these stresses get worse and worse. He starts becoming meaner and meaner to me. Yeah, um. I'm reacting poorly, yelling, screaming. At one mm-hmm. point during these fights, it's, this feels like I'm watching Scarface. Who hit who? Yeah. At one point during these fights, I hit a low point <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and told him I was so depressed and needed help. He replied with, our love was conditional and if I killed myself, he would come to my funeral with his new wife.
0: He sounds like a catch, what babe. What the fuck? He sounds like a catch.
1: Yeah, he's, he's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I can see who this guy is. Yeah. And Very I, entitled.
0: And unfortunately, I feel like the reason why you didn't see who this guy was, was because it moved in a flash and that was intentional.
1: I lost it. We had a large oh, fallout fight that ended with me having a mental breakdown.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: asked me to leave the house for a week for space. Mm-hmm. I went to my parents. Three days later, my neighbor calls and asks me why we are moving. Yeah, I said we aren't. I rush over and everything is gone. Oh I mean, everything God, except my kitchen things and my daughter's belongings. Okay, so there oh, were there, there are kid. kids. Okay, there's a
0: kid involved. I think oh, my we keys okay kids. Aries, we got to have another conversation. So which she's is... already got a kid. Yeah, I got another conversation for you at the end of this. At so least
1: continue. one kid, I think, too.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: has since moved 15 hours away Mm -hmm. and divorced me over email. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: He filed a false order of protection against me, claiming I was violent and dangerous, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and using my mental breakdown against me, calling me hysterical.
2: Mm.
1: I was shocked. I'm still shocked. Our marriage lasted six months, and after these fights, he's just gone? I mean, that's what I said at the beginning, if it... As it burns fast is gonna go out fast. And now that the order of protection is dropped, we entered a no-contract order. Mm-hmm. So we will never speak again. Megan, Keith, yeah, I'm good. really struggling and learning to deal with this traumatic situation. Okay. And moving on without closure and answers, and never seeing my ex-husband again. Yeah. I truly loved him.
2: Mm.
1: Or thought I did, even though it moved way too fast. Yeah. I can't understand why someone could be so cruel and intentionally do this and feel no remorse. Mm-hmm. They have already moved on. And look, we, people deal with things their own ways. Maybe True. I, uh, they're happy. I'm here suffering and you're comparing. Mm-hmm. Uh, why can't I move past this? Most breakups I move on, but most breakups I have had a conversation about why we were breaking up. I know nothing of this one. This was I'm... such a short relationship. <laughs> it should be so easy, but it's so painful to know he didn't try or care because wow. he didn't try or care. Uh yeah, and I seeming think, still does that's... not. Thanks for listening. sent me for my iPhone.
0: Babe. That makes it Love, fun. Aries, babe. Some, um some Okay. So I don't know you. So grant, take everything that we say with a green of salt, right? And just apply it. <laughs> when you say like, I've never I've been in other experiences before, I've never like why is this one catching me up, right? Um, I've always had being able to have closure in conversations before. I'm going to guess that you've usually been the one breaking up with mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. That you've been in a situation where you were the one calling the meeting. And this is a very different... You're on the other side of it right now. In a situation where you attached really quickly to someone. And a lot of these sort of... like As we're reading this email and it's like, that's a fucking red flag. That's a red flag. And you were like, green flags, baby. Like, go, go, go. To me, says that we're we're not really happy with what's happening, and so we're looking for something to make us feel outside of ourselves. And I think you got exactly what you asked for, which is you got an intense, like like uh, the most intense kind of relationship, I mean, right? It's, Just it's highs the movie and lows. Relationship, yeah. And and like he said, burn, it burns quick. Um, I think when it comes to suffering in it. You need to relieve yourself of, and I don't know how you're going to do it, and it'll take time and truly therapy and um, friends and support systems and maybe not dating for a little while. But you um, attaching to someone that, is repeatedly showing you that they're not, they're just doing things without sort of consulting you. They're just making decisions make sense because you've only known them for like six months. So you can't really get, this is the thing about dating, which is like, you can't, you can get wrapped up in the feelings of it, but ultimately like for a relationship relationship, like one that you're you're legally binding yourself with, I think it might be within your best interest to take a little bit more time to see how they are When they're not in a good mood, when it's not a good time, when things aren't, they can't run and we can't get on a plane and go wherever we need to, because I think you saw who you really were with. And the kind of person that says to you, uh, in the middle of you having, um, you know, a breakdown that if you kill yourself, I'm coming to the funeral with my next wife, (sighs) Uh, who jokes about killing you the first weekend that you hang out who adds you and them to uh, their credit score who tells you that they don't want you to work they want you to just be for them you have to start requiring more and I'll tell you why not just for yourself you have fucking kids so, the fact, uh, what I'm concerned about is Putting that you introduced you introduced your kids into a new daddy, new home situation when you knew someone for a month. And to that me... That is a to very me, good point. To me, every time I've seen someone that's dating a friend or dating someone that has kids and they introduce them like the first week they meet them is a big red flag because you gotta protect them. You don't know what kind of person you're bringing into the home. You don't know, you don't even know, you're introducing your kids to someone that they're gonna get attached to. And so I think like as a mom, you gotta take a little bit more time and trust that like the person that's gonna love you is going to give you time and is going to take time to learn about you. It's not gonna be this like, hey, let me put you into my life and let's go. I think that maybe you were like feeling a little stuck feeling a little lost and wanted to be seen and wanted to be loved and those are all very human things and wanted to feel maybe the joy of like whatever life was before you had kids when you could just say yes to things and go and unfortunately someone like that that comes in and that quickly wants to change your life around to suit them and to to go on these great adventures is someone who doesn't really care who's in that spot. They're filling that spot. I mean,
1: he got rid of you quick. He's very controlling. This guy is very controlling, and he's got Mm -hmm. money to control. Yeah. And that's what he was doing, and so... And he's
0: probably, like...
1: He didn't like you working.
0: ...swooping up single moms that Um, don't feel whatever. Like, there's an insecurity there that he swooped in on.
1: Yeah, I just don't know. Oh, look, you both... You both did this. You both got together. You both agreed to make the decision to move really fast.
0: Yeah, you rode the wave. and Sometimes the wave kicks you off.
1: I think you say you love him, and I don't doubt you have your feelings, but, you know.
0: What's infatuation? What are
1: you in love with about this guy?
0: What's so great about him?
1: There's nothing here aside from his money.
0: Was he kind? Was he smart? That
1: seems very attractive. I mean, I imagine he's probably charming. Yeah. But, like, let's move beyond those superficial-ish qualities. Um, And this is why you don't rush into a marriage (laughs) Yeah, and then find out in a pandemic that you guys are quite literally incompatible people.
0: Listen, this is what I'll say too. You, the pandemic happening, actually actually even might have saved you, babe, because this could have been going on for another 10 years and then the come down is him saying, it's conditional, I'm showing up with my new wife. And then you would have been way in with another kid probably.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could have had another kid. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think uh, you getting
0: out was a win.
1: I think you're also mourning a life you thought you were going to have mm-hmm. with this rich guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Being able to provide. We're going to go on adventure. Not just for you, but for your children. Yeah. Like, this was going to be a comfortable life that
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: is now completely i mean look i'm not saying i don't know what your situation is outside of him but still like you even said that no one's ever just bought plane tickets on a whim and gone to on a vacation like this for you like
0: that's how he charmed you that's he probably does that that's
1: very look i get it too i mean if if someone i was dating i mean i don't know i'm all for what's the word a lot of girls put this in their in their profiles as a as an attractive quality.
0: Um, I wanna say
1: it, it's not ambition. It's like randomness when you're
0: Oh um uh when you're in,
1: when you're random, but that's not the
0: word. Uh fuck. <laughs> god, god, what is it? Uh it's when you're oh, it's um, ambitious,
1: but it's not ambitious.
0: It, oh my god. Hold on. Oh, we're gonna
1: figure this word yeah, out. Yeah, we are, hold on. Hold the on, whole on, audience hold, is yelling at it. It's on. it's <laughs> when you're random but like in a cute dating way. Uh Spontaneous. Spontaneous. That's the word I'm looking for. Spontaneity. Yeah. Um. I forget what I was even going to say about spontaneity.
0: Oh, but I mean the fact that he bought like if someone just is like there we're is something attractive about the and they're like, I'm taking you to Florida. Like, let's get on a plane and let's go. It's like it's
1: spontaneity. I don't think you can rely on that alone. Or no. there's <clears> levels <throat> of spontaneity too, of course. But you know, mm-hmm. I think it's like this is a clear example of like. Well, A, you can't be moving this fast.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: B, what are you looking for?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you looking for someone rich who wants to control you? Or are you looking for someone who's kind and compassionate, but maybe doesn't make a lot of money? You know, like mm-hmm. this is something I've been thinking about too, where, you know, the people I date and moving forward are... The
0: qualities. I'm mean, needing
1: to take a next level. Mm-hmm. What, what qualities? And, I'm, and holding back. You know, I think I was very much.
0: Here's everything.
1: I'm very much, or I was very much like. I can't wait to get to the Netflix and chill. Not even the sex. Literally, just so the comfortable I could be in sweatpants with you, and we don't have to have sex. We could just like pig out and watch TV. It's like I can't wait to get there, uh, rushing to that sort of level of comfort. Yeah. And I don't know. I think
0: you bypass a lot of things, good and bad in that.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a rush to this
0: I just want to be me with you.
1: I guess the way I want to phrase it, the way I've read about it is that those are things that you should earn, that mm-hmm. a person needs to earn from you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or that you you let people earn from you? Yeah, that you don't
0: show all your layers away. You don't show right away.
1: all your cards at once. Yeah. Right away where it's like you know you're rushing to be in the part of the relationship where it's like you're just not doing anything anymore <laughs> you know I what think, i mean in a weird way
0: i think sometimes what i <clears throat> what i've recognized in my in my experience and the experience of people around me is that I think sometimes when we get in these situations and we move really, really fast and we open up about everything and we want to just lay out all of our trauma, and we just want to be accepted. and We want to be, that's, I mean, that's what we're looking for. We want to be loved and we want to be able to feel comfortable in who we are with another person and not be rejected. Right. But I think that sometimes we like, we blaze through it in the beginning as a way of whether we know it or not intentionally we don't want to see the things that would have us hesitate or take time or step back from like, if you can just like push through it and just, you know, they, you have this idea in your head of what it is and who they are and how you feel. And you just can go with it and not question too much. I, I really do. I honestly believe that when you went to that hotel or wherever you went on that trip with him, I know you saw things that were red flags like, I know you saw things that you did not like about him, but you just sort of...
1: Or things that you think are
0: cool. That weren't very that much. That don't
1: seem red flaggy at the time, but then yeah. you're like, oh, that's actually indicative of...
0: I mean, she said it. Him adding her to the credit score was chivalrous. Question?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like trying... Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, what's the word? Um, you're, you're you're bargaining in your head about...
0: What are we... Yeah. W- what are we? What are we attaching to?
1: What we want it to be versus desperation what it for is. us. Yeah, yeah.
0: So she does seem a little. Desperate. So, so you added me to this. That means something. You must want me. And so I guess you're being a gentleman, and this is courtship. And
1: justifying it.
0: On the other side of that, with different, with a different pair of eyes, you might be saying, "What kind of fucking scam artist is doing this kind of shit without asking my permission?" And like, that's too much. Too scary. And so I think the next, yeah, hopefully the next situation you're in, you'll be a little bit, again, it's like a hard, it's a balance, right? Of like, you want to be open to someone, but what I would say is trust enough in you that you are enough, that you are a good person or whatever, you know, whatever value system you have, that whoever is going to be with you or want you can take a few months to get to know you, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. If it, if they don't, and I, I've experienced this. I will say a lot of my experiences, especially hooking up with people, um, dating people here has come from a place of, it just like, it just moves really quickly. And, uh, you, there's an, I think there's an element too with like insecurity or like low self-esteem is that to feel wanted and to feel needed in that degree in a way that you haven't from other people, you're just like, oh my God, this is it. I found it. This is what everyone talks about. But when you're being genuine with yourself and you start looking at this, you realize mm, there's a reason why someone's trying to rush me through this. Yeah. There's a reason why he was trying to rush you through this and so that you wouldn't see what was going on and that by the time you did, you were in it. So I would say, yeah, just this this was a blessing that this ended. However it ended, however he views you or other people view you because of it, I do not I don't think this was your person, babe. And so I think you got the burned the the rise and fall of an experience that's very intense. And you gotta obviously sort of untangle some of that. But what led you into this relationship is the bigger issue. It's not him in the relationship. Um but damn. Damn, damn, damn. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad you're safe. (laughs) And yeah, look, you came out of it
1: seemingly okay. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like rereading some parts here. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a few months before How they got married. How old is this person? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven.
0: Twenty-seven.
1: And he's thirty-two. So
0: yeah. He's I mean, my question is, to in your in your late twenties, why are you? I mean, you know, I, what are we trying to get to right now? Like, what is what is the are you like, I just want, I just want my family to have a, like, what is, what is the dream here? Um, and yeah, how. Do you
1: want to be a, someone who stays at home and cleans yeah. and like does only what their husband tells them to do?
0: Which if you do, I mean, you know, do it.
1: Like some people. Yeah. Again, but the fact I'm that, that you to- have
0: jobs that he repeatedly wants you to quit because he's not about it in the middle of all of this. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's, that's not weird. practical. I, I'm just, Yeah.
0: That's not practical. The fact that he someone, got a
1: restraining order, that's. Someone that has a restraining need order. don't to believe something more so, happened. Listen,
0: someone that wants you to financially be in a position where they are the ones taking care of everything. And so therefore they can treat you however they want are exactly how people end up in abusive relationships. So again, I think the fact that this is untangled because and you. And this
1: guy isn't fucking around. No. Like he's, he's definitely gonna someone that. And you're going to repeat lose. this if you're
0: not careful. Yeah, like didn't happen the way he wanted it, and so now,
1: you know, your fights got to a point where it seems like you were expressing thoughts of suicide, and he was immediately like, well, "If you killed yourself, I'll call to your funeral with a new wife." Yeah, that is like that, you're not gonna win with this guy.
0: Is that daddy material, babe? Um, is that husband material? I mean, this
1: could be a, someone much like her actual father who raised her.
0: That's what I'm saying. Is what what you happened? That's the question you need to ask yourself is like, what happened that made, made me feel more comfortable in this kind of chaos than taking my time to actually be seen as who I am and to see someone else as who they are? I
1: mean, look, she's 27 year old. She's got a kid, at least one kid. 20s, I get it. I, I don't like to use the word desperate, but it, it seems like both of you were desperate to get to a place very quickly. Yeah. Um,
0: you grabbed hold of each other and you clung to each other. And but now
1: like, he's just not someone like, I think there's also a, a, a bruise to the ego here. Mm. Cause like not only did you not win.
0: Yeah. And in, life in the, here. in
1: the fight, you know, that marriage. ended your marriage, but then he,
0: he took all the power away. He, from he, you he, in your he, head.
1: he got all of your things thrown out of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moved on. within three days.
0: Put a restraining order. Uh,
1: out. Got, yeah, he moved 15 hours away. He divorced you over email. He's
0: probably with someone else. Got
1: an order of protection against you, That's claiming that you're violent. Um,
0: so either, so either, either you're lying. I don't know why you're doubt. so,
1: cause she's still, hold on, she's still saying things like, um, where is it? It's like, I truly loved him or I thought I did, mm. even though it moved way too fast. I can't understand why somebody would be so cruel and intentionally do this and feel no remorse. They have already moved on. They're happy and I'm here suffering. Yeah. It's like you're comparing yourself to him too much. Like, I think there is a bruised ego here where it's like, yeah. oh, he's getting away and being happy while I'm here suffering. Girl, I think you got out I think you're, of a way more potentially way worse situation
0: this tornado was going to end at some point and i'm not thank saying god
1: look yeah i just think this is probably best for both yeah. of you especially for you and i would say you know god just the, just be so i'm just so wary of things moving so quickly yeah like that makes me really uncomfortable when yeah. people do that and
0: Um, I get it. And sometimes, and listen, I've had experience on both sides of where things have moved too quickly and where I've tried to move things too quickly. And
1: over the pandemic, I I started talking to someone I met over the internet and we had like a few nights of like texting till 2am, like nonstop, just like that passion fiery Mm -hmm. sort of like, holy shit, I connect with someone and we get along and we're attracted to each other. And, you know, it was just one of those lightning in a bottle moments Mm -hmm. that i think is similar to yeah the the speed again we were separated by yeah distance and and if
0: that and if that one of you had the ability to just like fly the other one out without a fucking thought get a new i was thinking of i mean that's going to visit yeah that that can make things move very quickly too
1: yeah yeah but then there's
0: not that barrier
1: you know but then i think In my head, I was like, I know this isn't really going to go anywhere because we live so far away. This is just, you know, a more casual thing for me. Um, I think maybe she wanted more. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I asked her straight up what her intentions were, and she said she had none. So, yeah, it it faded just as quickly as as it rose. But it's a very similar situation, and I'm just so much more... Now, like, when I find that person, again, if I do... Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to be more withdrawn. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to text until two in the morning. I'm almost 40. I'm not doing that anymore. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, The next person that I do have that with, I feel like I am going to hold back and put up, I don't know if boundaries is the right word, but I do want, I don't want it to be so obsessive like it was. And I know that on her end or on the other person's end, that could feel very much like negative You know, Mm -hmm. like, why isn't he into it as much as I am? Or, like, why is it that I'm willing to hang out every day, but he isn't? And I think that used to really affect me, where, like, oh, I guess I should hang out with you every day because Mm -hmm. I guess I'm just being an asshole Mm
2: -hmm.
1: by, like, wanting not to spend every day with you. Um, So anyway, yeah, I think moving forward, whenever I find myself having that quick, fiery Mm -hmm. thing, I am going to hold back and just make sure that I'm giving them what is earned rather than just like spilling my guts.
0: (laughs) Well, I think the thing too with boundaries is boundaries are for you. Right. So it's like, it's, I think that like there is the key here is in the communication of it because if both people are moving forward and pulling away, but no one's like talking, it's just sort of everyone's reacting on their own and then like making a decision of course you're never going to get to a partnership with someone that way or actually learn something in that experience. So I think even in situations where maybe someone is like wanting to learn a lot about you and you're feeling like, oh, this is, you know, I don't want to get too deep into my trauma stuff yet. Like we're still, it's been two weeks. Um, I think there's definitely a way of communicating that to someone to let them know like, hey, this this is where I am and it's, you know, it's nothing about you, but this is sort of, my, this is what I feel comfortable with. And I think someone that's looking to be in a partnership with someone is also learning about you and isn't going to try to, isn't maybe going to if try to or not, isn't going to bulldoze through what you need and what you want to just get to the center of it as quickly as possible.
1: Yeah. I just think that there's, Like, him asking for a month Mm -hmm. before he was, like, ready to go on a date, like, to me, that didn't seem weird. But, like, she thought that was weird.
0: Yeah, that doesn't seem weird. And. Although, knowing him now, maybe he was ending his other marriage.
1: Well, (laughs) that's besides the point. Like, but, you know, I don't know. I think I'm just struggling between what feels like, to me, uh, a difference between, like, a mature relationship versus immature. Mm. Whereas... I'm still sort of used to like more college aged style of dating and flirting and texting. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm
0: coming out of that, coming
1: out of that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so to someone who's so used to the college sort of dating where it's like, Oh, we live in the same dorm and we can hang out every day. And
2: Mm
1: -hmm. that's a bit of an exaggeration, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I mean, even going back to, like, my post-college girlfriend, there was a time where she, like, wanted to hang out. Like, you called me up. She's like, hey, can I come over? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm I'm just doing my own thing tonight. hmm Like, that was a huge problem that caused, like, a week's worth of arguments. hmm To the point where she even would say things like, uh, I'm alone in my room, and my thoughts are dark, and I can't be alone, so I have to come over. hmm That sort of, Mm. I would say, manipulation of, you know, anyway, long story short, I just want to be able to say, hey, like, I'll see you in a week or two or like a month after I get through this next big part of my course and not have it be the end of everything everything, and not have it be this, oh, what is he thinking? Or like, why doesn't he want to hang out with me every day? It's like, I'm outgrowing that. Yeah. And I think I have outgrown that for a, lot, a while, but I've always just thought I made me a dick. Yeah. Where in actuality, no, I think I was just being mature. Or, you know, just I'm a different person and th- these are my boundaries, like you said. Yeah, Or my... I don't know that, that doesn't quite fit the word well, boundary, I think but there's uh, like boundaries, yeah.
0: I think also a lot of these are conversations that we're all sort of learning that maybe we didn't really see growing up too, right? Like I never really saw like my parents or use them as a loose example, but like seeing people that are in relationship with each other, but don't have that sort of always connected, they are living their own lives and they have their time together, but there's not sort of that resentment of like, okay, I only see you once or twice a week. And I think that we're not wanting to hang out
1: because I have other things to do. Yeah. Doesn't mean I don't want to hang out with you and that you're not important. Yeah. It's just, and I think sometimes, I have some priorities that I need to give my attention to. Yeah,
0: but I think sometimes that's the communication, right? Like that's yeah. when you when you broach up against that in any kind of relationship, and someone's having a reaction, you can't have you can't control their reaction, you can't change it. Right. But what you can do is you can communicate and say like, you know, uh, this is nothing to do with you. But I I I have my own space and my own time, and so when I when I'm with you, I want to be with you. And yeah. I can't be with you if I'm thinking about all the other things that I should be doing, but because we need to be together and that's just the rule or whatever. So I think that, that, again, that's where partnership comes in, where like you can have those conversations and people can feel how they feel. But ultimately, everyone's understanding that like, oh, anything that works in a previous relationship or that I wanted, it's it, this is its own situation. And so I have an opportunity to grow here as a person and to be independent in my own way and to understand what partnership is when it's not super codependent. It's just that we're people that are going in the same direction and we love being around each other. And so why not make the time that we spend together work for both of us? Yeah. But I mean, don't, you know, listen, you can can do what you want. Don't hold on too much or too long to this because I think this was a big lesson for you and a big wake up call and you got out of this relatively I safely can't believe you did that and uh i don't think this was gonna end well ever in any iteration no way and um it, it, you know be careful about fucking dudes that are joking about killing you on the first weekend you know just things to think about <laughs> <laughs> the next one as a scorpio i got who, the sense
1: she made the joke but oh yeah. did she
0: make the joke well uh, uh, maybe stop you know i mean i guess that's a way of sussing out serial killers that you're dating but um i mean yeah it yeah i just think that By all accounts, everything you wrote, it just seems like it was a sort of a very intense tornado that you were in. It moved very quickly. I think there was probably a reason why you didn't tell anyone until you were already married. And I think maybe you need to dive into that for the next thing. Take some time for yourself and those kids. Yeah. You're you have other things to work. Let
1: let let men earn your vulnerability.
0: Yeah. Let them earn access to make sure they're worth it. Yeah.
1: You know, and even in the end they may not be, but you know, yeah This is just like And I yeah I keep going back to the fact That you brought this man Into your life With kids And you got married To him on a whim
0: Yeah And moved into a place With him And moved and in
1: And quit your job
0: Quit your I mean On with,
1: a whim The
0: question you have to ask yourself Is why were you so ready To give up everything what That you, you have like, For something you know, different Even my
1: ther- Like there's
2: <clears throat>
1: People in my life In which They were dating For a short amount of time Like a, three months mm-hmm. And got pregnant and decided, well, they're going to raise a baby together. And mm-hmm. my therapist was like, well, at least she challenged it. I don't know if she actually believes this, but she was like, you know, just three months and, and she's deciding to raise a family mm-hmm. with a man that she's only known for three months. Mm-hmm. Like bringing up the fact that like, hey, you don't really know someone. Yeah. After a few months, let alone.
0: Yeah. You, you, you also like.
1: You know, so that was like a wake up call for me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. I thought that would be a, the right thing to do.
0: Yeah, I Is mean, It's like, well, oh. let's
1: raise the baby together and, and hope for the best. But it's like, you how does how do you know a person? You don't. Yeah, it's an interesting.
0: You don't way and to I, ap- approach it now. Where I it's mean, like, we oh, watch. Maybe we
1: can raise it together, but I'm going to do it. Alone I'm still going to first. Yeah, we can, you can be a part of it, but we're not. <laughs> we can.
0: We can. I mean, obviously, there's you, you know, know, you're you're the father or whatever, and so there's a connection there, and but. I still want us to just date, (laughs) you know, like I'm not looking to rush into. some. I think people that can kind of hold back the storm like that and just say, okay, we don't have to do anything in any kind of way for it to be right or the way that you do it. I need to pay attention to like what's best for me in the reality is that I've only known you a few months. And if I'm having a kid, I'm obviously having a kid for myself here. But if you're going to be a part of that process, let's still take time to get to know each other. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think I just whatever's going on is bigger than this. Uh, because there's a reason why it was so delightful to fall into this and then so upsetting to to very quickly fall out of it. Um and what so say? the
1: stars that burn the brightest burn the quickest.
0: You know. It's true. There you go.
1: The bigger, brighter stars tend to die much more quickly than
0: yeah. our yeah. Lovely me, me. Babe, the sun, sun the sun just went out. You got eight more minutes to enjoy it, and then you gotta get <laughs> the fuck over it.
1: <laughs> All right, girl, let's tuck them in.
0: Okay. Uh before we leave, we wanna give a shout out to some of our Patreon BBs. Uh, they are the ones that have kept this podcast going.
1: Podcast going.
0: And I wanna give a shout out first and foremost to our babe, Tessa Violet. Of course. Tessa Violet, sponsor of this episode, and truly, I mean love it riding out in style um go check out tessa violet on spotify indie pop sensation um (laughs) do it has an upcoming show you can buy tickets for um for like a sort of a just a very unique online performance COVID is really bringing out the um my artsy friends to do really cool things online Yeah, there's
1: like a lot of cool shit i saw a minecraft concert
0: oh yeah i did see that
1: DJ concert in Minecraft. I don't know what we're I mean. There's NFT nowadays, girl. People are buying digital horses. Listen, Tessa Violet's them. performances
0: I are, um, it's like a Minecraft concert for um, feelings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but go check out Tessa. We also want to give a shout out to Priscilla, Queen of the Desert Ramirez. Ooh, that desert. Uh, here since 2015, baby. Delia Cordelia in my heart Adams uh, who's been here since 2017 love you Ricardo the truth the light Barajas who's been here since 2018 Dean Debbie Downer since 2018 Barrington Lloyd Lovett our new one of our newest BBs April 30th 2019 and Libby Root 2019 we appreciate you thank you for sticking with us and uh, yeah it's been great guys. Oh, my God. There's a purple iPhone? There's
1: a new purple iPhone. I mean. Girl, we just missed a lot recording this.
0: It's okay, girl. It'll happen. It happens. All right. Um, I'm Megan Tanji. You just can find me on Most Things.
1: I'm Keith Batista. You can find me Keith without a crew on Most Things.
0: And uh, we will see you very soon. Prepare your loins and your bodies for the end uh, and go enjoy and catch up on old roommate <laughs> pod episodes. We'll see you soon. Good night. And good goodbye. Night.